Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the shows that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are looking back at one that I put on the list a long, long time ago. Um, and one that I, I can't say I fondly remember, but remember very well. And Mark didn't seem to remember at all. So be interesting to see how this goes as we look back at Orm and Cheap. Yeah, now this is on the original list. Um, it's right up the top of the original list. So it's one of the ones you want to do quite early on. Yeah. Um, I don't remember this at all. Um, I've got no recollection of this. Um, having looked at it last week, my first instinct was that um, Orm looks like the baby from Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. Beyond that, that's about as far as I went. I have very little thoughts on this other than the version I watched, the, the audio sync was so bad that I think I was about two scenes ahead. Mm-hmm. Which really but, yeah, fucked that was, me off. That was what I watched as well. That, that hasn't and helped. I think I I got about I, I managed to do two episodes, and then plan was to watch a few more um, yesterday and today, and that didn't quite pan out because I have sh- I've literally just walked in from work, so it's uh, the zero prep going into this today. Um, so yeah, I've, I've I've watched two episodes, and I can quite happily say that I don't need to watch any more. No, I mean it's it's yeah, it's quite be quite interesting to get your take coming to it fresh. So um, I say. You know, I remember it well, but I can't say I remember it fondly because it was never really like a favorite of mine. Mm. It was just something I remember being like really quite ever present uh, when I was when I was quite young. And then it circled back around for a bit of a renaissance about the time I was, I guess, just starting comp. So about the time I would have been hitting like kind of 12-ish, I remember it circling back around and being on reruns because um, okay. I cause I remember catching it on, on TVs at lunchtime and stuff. Um, but it, like for a little period, it was quite big. Like I, this wasn't just a show. I remember I had like Ormond Cheap books on tape and storybooks. I had right. Ormond Cheap coloring books. Um, they were Ormond Cheap like stuffies and stuff like that. So I remember being quite big. So I was surprised that you didn't remember it at all. Um, yeah, it's a strange again, there's one, that thing where there's a few years between us. Of... But if... Yeah, I mean, normally there's a there's a little bit in I mean, this, bizarrely, I mean, there are only 26 episodes, but it aired mm. from April 84 to May 87. Yeah, so I mean, you I mean should, you'd think you'd remember it. Yeah, I th- so in saying that, the, the, the season one aired in 84, it aired between April and July 84, and then season two aired between March and May 87, so there's a big gap in the middle as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I... I know, I remember other stuff from that time, and we've talked about a lot of shows um, from that period. I don't know, there's stuff I remember better than others, but no, there's certainly stuff I remember from from that period when I was very small. But this one didn't ring a bell when you said it. It didn't really ring a bell when I saw the characters, um, or when I googled it, or when I read a synopsis. And to be honest, having watched it, it's still not ringing a bell. So it's a really bizarre one. Yeah, especially since, like you, you, you know, you've said several times, you were a CITV kid. Yeah. Like, and, and this was yeah, this, this was, was ITV. So it, it really surprises me that you don't remember it. Um, yeah. Because like I, I haven't watched this. I probably the last time I can consciously remember even seeing anything Ormond Cheap related was one of those aforementioned reruns. Um, that I caught at lunchtime. Um, it was at a friend's house. Even I wasn't even watching it. We went in, and their little sister had it on. Right. And I, I reckon I must have been fourteen then. Mm. And that was that was the last I ever heard of Ormond Cheap. Um, mm. Now I remember bits of it quite regularly um, because it frightened the shit out of me as a kid. I can see that. I found this thing fucking terrifying. 
Um, however, like when you when you're that young, you don't really voice your opinion that well, do you? Like I've I've been through it like with a nearly two year old tonight now that yeah. wants something and can't tell me what she wants, so she just points and screams until you find yeah. the right thing. By which point she's so fucking wound up that she doesn't want it anyway and just throws it back in your face. Right. So yeah. I think, you know, eighty four this started, I would have been three. Um <laughs> So I think I was probably just getting plonked down in front of this thing and being, you know, my parents just being like, oh, it's TV, watch it, it'll keep you quiet. All the while, fucking crow, rat and cat were terrifying the shit out of me. Um, so, and, and part of that as well was the, was the fucking music that, that went with it. It wasn't so, like mm. the puppets were bad enough. Particularly yes. Crow, I remember being really, really fucking scared of the Crow. Yeah. Um, but it, it, there's this weird, and and even like watching it back now, I, I got chills when I heard the music creeping in. It's just really fucking creepy. Like the the way the it's, it's kind of like a synth string kind of yeah. sound, and it's got the or, or maybe even like a squeeze box or something. Yeah, maybe. But it's just fucking creepy, and and for what is otherwise quite um. I mean, quite an innocent, silly knockabout show. Oh, it's fucking saccharine. Right, yeah, it, it it's saccharine sweet, apart from when these fucking guys show up because they want to eat everybody. Like, the, Yes. It's not like these are villains that have, like, a master plan or anything like that. Like, their master plan is they want to eat Orm and Cheap because, like, yeah. Orm's a womb and Cheap's a little bird. Like, So, yeah. cats, it rats... Stands and, yeah, it stands to fucking reason. I, I mean, it's never really... <sighs> You know, I say it stands to reason. It's never really highlighted the fact that you've got a baby bird living with a worm. Like, if yeah. if the if the rules of nature are applying here, and the crow and cat and rat want to eat, orm, but it's a defective baby bird, isn't it? Oh, I mean, couldn't fly and fell out of the nest. It, yeah, I mean, he, he's had a bash on the head, and he and he's a bit yeah. fucked. He can't fly. Um, but yeah, you, you anyway that that just bugged me on a rewatch. Never bugged me as a kid, but yeah. bugged me on a rewatch. So, so yeah, there's something just vaguely terrifying about this show and i can still see it now as an adult like watching yeah, it now that. yeah it is saccharine sweet but watching it i'm like this is still like this is still quite scary i think cheap himself just looks i mean the, the puppets are shit right puppets are awful they're fucking awful now i am aware that sometimes we say things on this show that upset super fans so if you're the almond cheap super fan, then strap in, all right? Because like I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call this as I see it. Um, write in and complain as fans are want to do, but I'm gonna call this as I see it. Those puppets are fucking abysmal. They look, they look like something you get for like fifty p down a charity shop. They, Orm is essentially a glowworm toy, right? That's yeah, that's what he is. Um, <laughs> cheap is just, I mean, he himself, cheap is is fucking terrifying. He he just looks like yes. He looks like some sort of zombie feather duster is yeah, the only way demented. I can describe him. He, he does look demented, doesn't he? He's just like this yeah. scruffy collection of feathers with like... You could you could change his character out quite easily. Change the, change the music around him to be the same as the others. Change the lighting around him and change the things. The, the look on that puppet could be a fucking villain. Yeah, totally. Look, it looks fucking deranged. It does, and he looks dirty. Um, yeah. Because and look, don't mean on baby birds are that color. They they have that kind of weird gray feathers before they yeah. Like and they and they are that fluffy. Like I I get the character design. I get what they were going for. Yeah, just the the, the plan and the execution don't quite marry. No, and then then you've got mole who is basically just a hand. Um, yeah, it's it's just like a hand in a stocking essentially. <laughs> and, yeah. And you know, and none of this is new. Like you know, at this point, we we've had stuff like Finger Mouse and and what have you, and and so we're yeah. used to this kind of 
almost glove puppet punch and judy yeah. style of, of puppetry in, in, in this yeah. country but there's just something about this that just looks wrong that is the only way i can describe it i think yeah. it, i think it's that it's cheap I, I i think all of these puppets are just poorly made um mm. you know professionals have made these but they, yeah. they are poorly made and i think the the puppetry itself as well is is quite basic you know, the puppets never... It's difficult to tell because because the the dub was so far off, it's quite difficult to tell what matches and what doesn't and where the move, where movement matches and stuff like that. So it, it is quite difficult. I, I was willing to not give it a pass, but I was willing to cut it a little bit of slack on that because some of the movements on the puppets would have been tied to what they were saying or reacting to what the other, other puppets were saying. And it's really difficult when the dub is... When it's half a second out, you kind of get what they're going. When it's three, four, eight seconds out in places... It's really fucking difficult to manage. Yeah, I I struggled with that as well, um, and I've consciously tried to give it a pass, the same as you have. Um, but I still can't help but think there there are moments, a lot of moments, in fact, where you're watching it, and and the puppets don't corpse, but they they haven't got a lot of life in them. Um, yeah, I mean one of the, yeah, I'll give you, that. you know one, one of the keys of good of good puppetry, you know, when you when you watch anything by Henson Workshop, for instance, when you see you know, a Sesame Street or a Muppets or, you know, anything of, of that ilk, a real high-level puppetry. Yeah. Um, one of the, You don't notice it, and this is the key of, of anything that's done this well, is you don't notice it. You, those puppets are never, ever still, ever. Yeah. That's why Kermit the Frog gulps, yeah? Because yeah. his eyes don't move, because they're ping-pong balls, so he gulps. All right, because yeah, so he puppet, can't blink. Yeah, that, that puppet is always animated, and there are points with these puppets where they aren't, unfortunately. Or, yeah. you know, it's almost like, you know, when you go to an Amdram production, right? And and you see you see somebody that's trying, bless them. They're really trying, but they just don't know what to do with their body when they're yeah. on stage. There's yeah. a when, when they're not involved, when they're not speaking, they just kind of can't, they don't know how to just be in a place. Exactly. And, and this just feels like that. The puppets are either massively over animated or yeah. not really doing very much Perfectly at all. Still. There's no there's no kind of level to it. Yeah. Um so but as you say part of that may be that the dub we were watching was was kind of a bit wonky as well. Um I, I should say this is as far as I can tell pretty much impossible to get hold of. Oh, I've looked yeah, everywhere. Completely. And I've ended up having to watch a hooky dub on YouTube, which is not to be good. fair. Like some some of the websites we normally get, some of the websites we normally get stuff which isn't, which themselves aren't entirely on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Um, even they didn't have it. The only place I found anything was the VHS rip that we both saw on on YouTube. Yeah, so it, so it was quite difficult to to track a bit. I I would have paid to watch it because I see I like puppets. Even though these are bad puppets, even though they're quite scary, it's still puppets. It's still puppets, and I like puppets, so I'd have, you know, I'd have thrown a couple of bucks someone's way to to watch it properly. Yeah, um, like if I could have found a couple of episodes and chucked a couple of quid, I'd have done that. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought a whole season. Um, oh God, no! I mean, I couldn't <laughs> no. stomach that. No, even with the right dub and the, the right sync and everything, I couldn't do it. Um, but I'd, I'd have chucked a couple of quid down. Yeah, but the op- the opportunity wasn't there, and I think that's no, that, that's the in itself is quite telling. Mm. The fact that it's not available anywhere in any format. Yeah, and and that does surprise me because I thought maybe I just think this is a bigger thing than it was. Just because I I know I had merch and I I remember it so specifically because I was scared of it. Now, not like not like terrified in a terror hawk's way, but I was always yeah. there was just always something vaguely sinister about this show. And I think mm. you know 
even looking at it now, there is there is just something slightly off about these puppets, yeah. isn't there? there? There is something weird about this show. Yeah. Um, and, and so maybe maybe I think it was a bigger thing than it was because it's just kind of stayed in my memory for, yeah. for that I mean, long. it was a Thames property. It was, um, it was created by Tony Martin and then um, narrated by Richard Bryars. So, you know, it's, it's not as if it was some mucky thing they chucked on because they didn't have any, any other content. Now, there's, there's talent involved. I think the intent from from everyone involved, you know, yeah. the show clearly knows what it wants to be, you know, and I, and I think yeah, it, it probably doesn't it, pull it off. Yeah, it, it just doesn't pull it off. And I, I think as a kid, I probably didn't realize that, but it, it wants yeah. to be this kind of almost kind of storybook esque kind of magical wood, you know, like yeah. there's something very kind wood- of like your preschool sort of yeah. Aim. And there's something sort of slightly kind of poo corner about the whole thing. Like yeah. obviously this is way 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 pre poo corner, but there's something you know just just tales from the riverbank kind of thing. Yeah. You know that that sort of feel. Um, yeah. You know, even down to the like the one thing I do really like, and the one thing I think that is executed very well, is the kind of pop up book look that you get to those sets. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of windows being cut out that the puppets can pop through, and yeah. there's actually you know there's, there's quite a lot of multi plane work in it as well, where you'll get foreground flats, and then you'll get the puppets, and you'll get some background flats. So there's yeah. there's real depth to some of the composition yeah. in this. So so that looks really nice. Um, but yeah, just everything else just kind of looks a bit shit. And I, th- and I don't think it's not, I mean, this is a weird thing to say. Nothing is ever intentionally shit, is it? You know, yeah. but it, I, I don't think this is a case of like people who just don't know what they're doing because I think they do. Yeah. I think it's just genuinely a bit shit. <laughs> like, I think this is probably yeah. the best they could accomplish. And it's just not very good. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not like they've just gone, oh, that'll do. I think everybody's yeah. absolutely given it their all. They're just not great at it, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's fair. And I mean, the, the only, only what to watch two, um, which are the first two on this rip, which transpires it's the season two um, video. Yes, so it is. So one yeah. was... Um, so is the flood. Spring cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so one was the one the spring cleaning, the other one there's a flood, isn't there? So yeah. um yeah. So water, water everywhere. That's it. Um, and spring clean. Um and as as a man in his forties and middle aged and miserable and all the rest of it, I'm looking at thinking this is really fucking annoying. But I can see how three year old me would have engaged with this. I can see how my kids well, certainly number one, um, when they were of that sort of age, would have taken to this. Mm. Because, you know, I mean, my two you know that we they, they love reading now I mean, and a lot of that's because we always read them, we, you know, and we have again okay, we we got rid of a lot when we moved, but we still have loads of like storybooks for little kids, which are only ten, twelve pages long, and you know, they're mainly pictures. There's a couple, you know, there's like two lines on every page, but it this kind of reminded me of that. There's not no, it's not overly complicated. There's not a lot going on. There's not that much dialogue involved, but it's just it tells a very quick story. Yes, exactly. About that. Yeah. just about no. I mean, the, the spring cleaning one. It's like yes, we've got to tidy the house today, mm. and then the various fuck ups that go along with tidying up with children, which involves oh, I haven't seen this for ages. Play, 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 play while making a fucking mess. And it's, it's so we evoked a lot of that. And I think that I can see, I can see what the appeal would have been, and I can see that. I mean, even you know, forty years later, there's universality to to that type of of, um, of story. And I think that was that was fine. I, I I appreciated that. And as you said, you know, some of the composition was good. It was just the the, the puppetry and just put off massively by the fucking dub, which meant there were there were places where I just couldn't follow it. Yeah, it 
it doesn't help and particularly i think you know the dub gets worse as the tape goes on so i watched it all the way to the end and it gets progressively more and more and more out of sync um as as it would do um yeah i think i I, I counted it at the end of um spring clean which is the second episode and it was about four seconds out yeah it gets worse and worse and worse to the point where you know audio will come in before a scene and stuff like that i mean it Well, I mean, it was there, but it was only slight. I mean, there was one point where they go back inside to, um, and they're being watched. And I can't remember who it was who said they were trying to eat them. But they go back inside and they're, they're sweeping up. But I knew they were sweeping up two seconds before they went before they went inside because the audio was ahead. So it was really quite off-putting. Yeah, whoever's, whoever's ripped it has just ripped it at the wrong frame rate, essentially, is what's happened. Um, like, if I really wanted to, I could probably sort it out, but no. <laughs> so, like, it's a bit too much fun. You've got work. time for shit like that. Yeah, well, you'd have to you'd have to routinely put it back on track and stuff. And, and no. Yeah. So, like, look, the fact that it exists out there at all is helpful because the only other episodes I could find were in a foreign language. And right. Fucking hell! I do not. I think it was Italian, but I wouldn't swear by it. And I lasted about probably not. So the series seconds. aired in the United Kingdom, New Zealand, Canada, and Iran. Fuck. Then I guess it must have been French. Um, I guess. Um, yeah. Sounded like Italian to me, but what fuck do I well, know? Kind of similar. What the fuck do I know? Right. So anyway, the dubs like that would. I I just lasted about thirty seconds. It, it, like there wasn't even any comedy value in it. I was just like, what the fuck? I can't follow yeah. any of this. Well, it's only because you told me about it that I was, I was able to get through the first episode. Because I was looking at it thinking, this is really fucking annoying. Mm. And it was only because you told me about it on Saturday. I was like, right, okay, I know this is going to happen. So I, I'm prepared, prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't prepared for how bad it was going to get. No. And I only watched two episodes. To get to the end of the tape would have fucking killed me. Yeah. So, I mean, we we have to cut in some slack for that. We have to acknowledge the fact that we haven't watched this in its in its best format then. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I, I do have the memory of it to draw on as well. And it was... Pretty much, I think, as I remember it, um, right? You know, it, it looked as terrifying as I remember that that theme, the villain theme, the that that has never left yeah. my head. Like, I honestly, yeah, no, I recognise that, and I could never have told you where it came from. It terrifies me. There's something about that theme that just makes the fucking hairs on my arm stand up. I'm just like, yeah. it, it just there's there's something. Yeah, that was but that was the only thing child. I recognised. Yeah. I, I didn't recognise anything else about the show, but I recognised that from somewhere. So whether it's been used in something else as well, I don't know. Maybe, but that rang a bell. Maybe, like that is that is the sound of my nightmares. I swear to God, there is just something really unsettling about that mm. piece of music, um, which. You know, for all I've just said, like, it's a bit shit and everybody's doing their best and stuff like that. I guess we have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, that's supposed to be scary villain music. Yeah. To, like, mission accomplished. So whoever wrote yeah, that and recorded that, like, you know, absolutely working at their A-game. Cause... Yeah. I, I always remember it's a similar thing with my brother. Now, I, I was never that bothered by it. But my brother fucking hated drop bags. He was terrified of drop bags. Yeah, I wasn't a... Yeah. I, I wasn't it. a huge fan, but she reminded me of my aunt, which didn't help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my brother was terrified. He had a very similar thing with with sort of the the musical identity for her. When you when when you had that that hint that she was coming on screen, he would get up and walk away. Mm. Like he'd go he'd go into the dining room, and it would always be to get a toy or something. But he would leave the room so he didn't have to see her come up. Once she was on screen, if he came in, she was already on screen. He was fine. But for whatever reason, her arriving on screen scared the living piss out of him. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think I had something very similar. Um, and, and that may well be the same same experience you're having with this. Yeah, there's just something I, I soon because I knew like they're always in an episode, and and like, the mm. whole watching that first episode, the whole time I was just waiting for this theme to kick in. 
and I was just like, oh, yeah, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Um, and depending on which puppet it is, it, it can be worse as well. I, I think Crow yeah. is particularly bad. Um, yeah. You know, but they're, they're all vaguely terrifying. Um, yeah. So there's, there's at least that, that, you know, it's, it's, there's, what I'm trying to say is there's definitely, there's definitely good in here that that's perhaps yeah. marred slightly by the fact that we're not watching it in the best quality. Yeah, um, I mean there there are definitely levels here, and I think that there are some bits which are executed really well. Um, yeah, the fact that the the, the quality of the product we're watching is god awful really doesn't help. Um, the thing that doesn't help me more is it was so fucking saccharine it nearly put me in a coma. It is um, very saccharine, isn't it? <laughs> that was very much, and I think from what so, so some of the stuff I've read, so I've, I've very quickly chucked on the Wikipedia page when, um, while I was waiting for um, Discord to load, and it says in there about the fact that um, Orm, so sometimes, or, um, I'm not sure if Orm does it, but uh, Cheap's um, difficulty in flying is treated a bit like a disability, and he, you know, at some point, he sort of, you know, they, they make fun of him for it. Now, that's not that's not very in keeping with the 80s, but at the same time, it's entirely in keeping with the 80s. Yeah, in terms of mocking the handicap, and I think that had I seen more of that, that may have swayed me one way or the other. But I think as it was, I just came into it going, "This is just fucking sickly," and I can't stomach a lot of it. Yeah, it is. It is sickly, and it's it's pointless. Is the thing as well? Like all of these stories, I I think you you hit the nail right on the head. The analogy of the storybook, I think, is exactly right. Like I said, it looks like a pop up book. Yeah, it's very definitely designed to be a children's short story kind of come to life i think yeah um but the problem is like even with those books that is trying to emulate as well very few of them have a point you know <laughs> like yeah. now and again you'll get one that that thinks it has a really important message which is generally quite misguided it's generally about sharing or do, do listen to your parents and shit like that there's never anything to actually learn from it yeah no it, it's it's just upholding really traditional quite outdated values in in some yeah. cases a lot of these stuff I mean, totally off topic, but um, my daughter's got one about um, fat dog and slobby cat or slobby dog and fat oh, cat yeah, or something yeah. like that it's called. And it's basically like 20 odd pages of fat shaming. It's it's disgraceful. Like I get the message of like, get up and move about. Yeah, fine. Yeah. But, Jesus, the level of fat shaming. But so, childhood obesity is a thing, you know. I know all too well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But you know, and the thing is, as you, as you get slightly old, slightly older ones, the ones that are aimed at sort of you know, three, four, five year olds, they do start coming with a message. Like there's one about um, one that Jess had um, about it's called "You Can't Take an Elephant on a Bus." Factually, correct. and it's based, and it, it's about the fact that you know, if you take an elephant on the bus, and it, no, it's, it's all done in rhyming couplets and stuff, but it's about the fact that you know some things can't be done, but at the same time you have to try hmm. because if you don't try, you'll never know, and if you don't try, you'll never succeed, and all this sort of stuff. So there's um. There's a bit of humour to it. And it talks about, you know, I think there's like you know, taking a giraffe on a on a biplane and stuff like that. So there's loads of really stupid shit, but it does have a bit of a message at the end. It's you know, it's about being yourself and try and be, not being afraid to try things and putting on putting putting yourself out there. You no, know, and so, you know, if you don't try, you'll never succeed. Sort of so there, there's there's that, and you do have that when you get into the older ones. And I think if they'd had that here, if they'd had that slightly older, slightly more mature level of storytelling, I'm not talking you know, older, mature in sort of aimed at seven, eight years. I'm talking aimed at three or four as opposed to two or three. Yeah, I think that might have helped. I, I think it might have. I, I think there's the, you're right. There's kind of two levels to these children's stories, right? There are there are those ones that are slightly better, and I've got a big bag of them upstairs. Uh, some of which from you, some of which from other friends of ours as well. That can that I'm waiting to to read to it because they look far more interesting, right? Yeah, but but right, well, they do get much better to be fair. Yeah, but right now I'm stuck on the type of shit that this is basically trying to emulate, right? Which is these yes. 
essentially pointless little i mean they're parables almost just these pointless yeah. pointless little parables that just have a just random as you say like sickly sweet message based on very old-fashioned values which you know some yeah. some are still useful today others you know are, are quite so archaic you know um and this is this is what it's trying to emulate i think um yeah look, i think so and that that saccharine sweetness as well you know I hate to criticise the man, but it's in no way helped by Richard Bryce's voice, is it? Because, no, it's not. Because, you know, he may as well be, like, giving you a packet of Werther's Originals here, isn't he? I was just going to say the exact same thing. Because that's what you get from it, isn't it? It's kindly old yeah. grandpa, you know? Yeah, it's, it's kindly old grandpa reading you a story. Yeah, totally. Um, and doing the voices because he's got nothing better to do because he's retired. Yeah, I mean, it's quite strange that nobody thought to use that as a framing device. Whether they hmm. thought it was a little bit too Winnie the Pooh doing that, I don't know. Maybe because, like I say, you, I, maybe you, it came too early. I mean, maybe if you, maybe if you, this had come along five years later, they might have. Because it makes sense to me for bear yeah. in mind what this is emulating and the, the like pop up storybook look of it. It yeah. makes sense that it should be book ended with with Grandpa opening a book and reading it, and then that gives you the voice of the narrator, explains why everything's in rhyme. Because yeah. that's the other fucking thing. It's all in rhyme, um, yeah. which is really fucking annoying. Really, it gets really old. fucking annoying. Because it not, gets old really fucking fast. Very fast. Because it's not exactly sophisticated either, is it? No, but then again, you look at the eight. No, the eight, it's I know that, and it's. I know um, it's unfair of but, me to say that, but I, you know. But it's it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, like we, you know, we, as forty-year-old men, it's annoying. And this is the point, right? We have to remember when we're complaining about stuff like this. I know it's for kids, right? But we have to remember the whole point of this show is for us as forty-year-old men <laughs> to look back on these shows and go, "Are they actually any good?" Like, and yeah. and some of them are, right? And so we have to judge them by that yardstick. And like, so you know, something like Fraggle Rock, for instance, is yeah. legitimately good. Yeah, you know, this is not, and so <laughs> that puppetry is not that that poetry is not you know so we have we have to call it as it is yes it's for children but i i don't even think you know if you look at it on the level and say all right this is aimed at like four and five year olds yeah i still don't think it's particularly good rhyme to be honest and if you you look at the stuff i mean rhyming aside if you look at the stuff of this elk that was around at the same sort of time and stuff that we've looked at even you look at stuff like no, Button Moon was around at the time, mm-hmm. and I, like, I know you had a, a far stronger affinity for Button Moon than I did, but that's fucking infinitely better than this. You had without even having to think about it. No, the the, the, the puppetry is better, the, the the voice work is better, the style is better, the content is better, totally. and I think that that goes for a lot of the stuff we've we've watched of that this same sort of era, this early, early to mid eighties. I th- I think this this is a very pale comparison um, to most of those. You know, Button Moon, the Flumps, the Clangers, Bagpuss. <laughs> All of this, all of this predates or was around at this time. Now, in fairness, a lot of that is animated, and this is puppetry, and it is yeah. very is a very specific type of puppetry as well. And that's that's the one thing this has going for it, right? It's it's yeah. quite hard to find something to directly compare this to. I think yes, maybe the nearest thing, probably the nearest thing, probably is something like finger bobs or finger mouse, just because it's yeah. hand puppety. Um, but you know, a, a lot of it is a lot of when you see puppetry, they were more even at, at this time. You know, Muppets were a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Muppets are well, a brand, but you know what I'm saying. Even, that even more if you want, you want to look at fucking glove puppet, glove puppet, Sooty's been a thing for fucking forty years at this point. What a fucking idiot I am! Of course, Sooty's the comparison. What a fucking but it's idiot! Not really, not really, because 
Sooty was never sort of storytelling, was it? It was no Sooty was a character, and he you know he would speak directly to the narrator and stuff like that. Whereas um, this is no, this is entirely separate. And this is puppets being used to tell a story. So it's 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 a different format. Mm. So it's it, again, it's even difficult to compare those. It's, it's two. a different format, yeah. But I think in terms of the puppetry, um, that that's probably the closest. Like you do mm. have some puppets here. You have quite a, a range of puppets to be yeah. fair, so maybe it is fairer to compare it to something like a, a Hanson Workshop production because yeah. most of them are glove puppets. But you know, Orm does have movable arms, you know, yeah. as a Muppet would. I, a cat looks like it's probably someone in a fucking suit, a la Bungle, to be Could honest. Be. Um, whereas, you know, when you look at something like Sooty, it is exclusively hand puppets, but. That is a that is the prime example of what I was talking about with these puppets corpse in. Like even seeing Sooty now in my mind's eye, and we haven't done any of the Sooty show at all, have we? So maybe we ought to. Oh, we did on Who Wins, didn't we? We did, but we haven't looked at it on this show. So maybe we, we it's a it's a big old beast to tackle is the problem. But anyway, I'm going off going off topic. Um, yeah. you look at Sooty, Sweep, or Sue. Even if they're in a scene on their own when they're cutting in a close up, which does happen, they're not always yeah. with a corbett. Um, yeah. they they are in scenes on their own. They can command the scene, like like yeah. Sooty just has presence, right? Sweep yeah. has presence because Sweep, for instance, will well, always Sweep be... has ADD. Yeah, but he, he'll always be twitching, right? Yeah, so that, a, he, he can't not move. It's not because he's got presence; he's, he's fucking medicated. Yeah, like so. Sue, if you watch her, is always grooming if she's not doing anything yes. else. Yeah, yeah, she's preening. She's always preening. Yeah, and and Sooty's always kind of just being a little shit, basically, just cocky little dude. Yeah, got his yeah, got his chest out. He's probably waving his wand around. You know, he's just being a being a little dude. So yeah. those those puppets have so much character because they feel yes. alive, and that's missing from every single yeah. puppet here. Everyone, like, there's no character to them. I, I don't think, and and I think you know the voice, the, the voice work they try, you know, yeah. But the puppetry just doesn't, it just doesn't carry it, and and that's a problem when that's all you've got in your show. Yes, you know, it's, it's a real problem. Yeah. And I suppose that's the difference, right? If you look at a sooty or a rainbow, even there's, it's not just the puppet. So if the puppet isn't quite working, you've at least got a person to play off. Mm-hmm. And there's some this because of the size on the fact that there's a person moving around. There's something to distract you from the fact the puppet's not fucking moving. Yes. Um, but yeah, as you said, if when all you've got is puppets and you no, know, it's like rigor mortis is set in between scenes, you really can't do anything with it. You no, know, there's no, there's no sense of anything going on. It's literally just. Okay, well, I'll wait for my next line. Yeah, and now here's my next line, and now I'll wait for my next line. Yeah, and and there is, there is some technical wizardry at work here as well, and it, you know, there's particularly for the very early '80s, there's a fair bit of green screen involved in this with these puppets. Yeah. Like most of the time, they're on these pop-up sets, but you know, there are overhead shots, there are flying shots, there are, you know, there is some special effects work involved in this. Yeah. And you can't help but think, like, why didn't you just take that money and put it into your puppets, really? Yeah. But then, you know, again, I feel that maybe these are the best puppets that they could make. I really do. I, I don't think they're intentionally bad in, in any way. I think this is just the best no. they could accomplish. And, and like I said, I think with Cheap, the character design, at least, the fact that he looks like a fucking moldy old feather duster with eyes, mm. that is kind of what a baby bird looks like. It just doesn't make yeah, for a very visually now. appealing, like, you know? And and yeah. the same with Orm, the fact that he just looks like, as you said, the baby from Dinosaurs, or to me, I think he looks like a fucking glowworm. Hmm. Like, it, it's just not, yeah. Just yeah, doesn't no, I was just waiting for him to not the mama and hit somebody with a spoon. 
Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, I think it's the shape of the face, isn't it? It's the, the fact you've got the, the big, wide cheeks and the cheeks and the, head, the dome head on top. It, it definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is. I, I, and the, the kind of um, it's his smile as well. He's just got yeah. It's a very gummy, big. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Kind of, it kind of over, overtakes that lower half of the face. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Um, look, we we're thirty-five minutes in. I can't believe I haven't brought this up already, but we've got to talk about the theme tune as well. Um, yes. Probably the worst one I've ever heard. Now, I have a question about the theme soon. <laughs> Go on. Did Keith Harris and Orville sue? Because they fucking should have. Oh, yeah. They totally should have, shouldn't they? Um, yeah. Instead of, I wish I could fly, we get, if only I could fly. Or in the closing yes. credits, if only Jeep could fly. Yes. Why they change it, I don't know, but they do. Um, it is tone deaf. <laughs> it is... It's dreadful. It is the worst theme tune I have it ever It hardly heard. sets you up to enjoy the show, does it? No. It makes you want to open a fucking wrist, doesn't it? Yeah. It's terrible. Now, yeah. If, I mean, if that... If you were to have a signature around a character by the fact if only I could fly, build it into the sh- into the show. Have an entirely different opening. Have something that reflects the show. It reflects what you want to do. And then, you know, much like Orville would have done in an episode, if oh, I wish I could fly, build it in that way. Have it part of his character. Yeah, make the stories part of about the show. him trying to fly. Give yeah. it, it's a character flaw, essentially. Um, yeah. It does come up occasionally, but it's not a regular thing. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, it, there's that problem about it. But it, it's just the fact that there doesn't seem to be any kind of life in the theme no. song at all, does it? It's not even in the actual delivery of the lines. It's like no. I say, it's, it's tone deaf. Sounds yeah. bored. Um, it, it's it's just really really bad. Interestingly, I don't think I may be misremembering this. I'm certain I'm not, but I don't think that was meant to be the theme tune originally. I'm sure I, I can remember there being something. And I want to say it was Rod Jane and Freddie. It was either Rod Jane and Freddie or it was like somebody who was involved in play school or something. But somebody wrote a theme for this that got canned, and so right, they ended okay. up very quickly. I don't know why. But they end up very quickly cobbling this thing together. Um, I, right. I, I remember that dark, back in the dark recess of my mind because, like I said, a woman sheep I've kind of carried with me, even though I haven't really watched it. Hmm. I do occasionally think about it. And I remember Googling it way back when, and that was one of the first things that came up, was how bad this theme song was yeah, and how it wasn't supposed to be the original theme song. And it, it's fucking dreadful. It, like, I, I cannot overestimate how bad this theme song is. No, like, I mean we no we 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 did um we did theme songs for was a hundredth episode wasn't it? I don't even think this would have made the top hundred if we'd only made ninety episodes. <laughs> no, if we if we did worst theme songs, right there, number one. Oh yeah, right up there. Um, absolutely. But who wants to do that? Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's another fucking reason I think why you know this this show did not start from a position of strength for me. I'll be honest. No. Um, you know, having having that awful theme, the bad dub, it looks. It looks so cheap, and I, we, I'm going to stop saying that now because I feel like we dumped on the the production value of it enough with yeah. these puppets. But no, I'm going to say this: um, th- these days, it's the type of shit you would see somebody just making on a weekend and putting on YouTube. That's yes. what this looks like. Yeah, you know, and I don't mean that as a compliment. <laughs> no. So I, f- I feel bad dumping on it because it was the 80s you know but look, we got to, we got to call not this... the most egregious thing to come out of the 80s is it let's be fair no we, but we got to call this as we see it right it looks fucking yeah. terrible and yeah i didn't know how i was going to feel going back watching this because i said i don't i don't particularly remember loving it but i i mm. remember it so strongly so i think i, I was always going to have 
kind of a like a very strong reaction either way. It was it was yeah. always going to be oh I didn't realize how good this was, or it was going to be oh, like fuck no, me this what is, is this? Yeah, yeah, and I, and unfortunately it ended up being fuck me what is this? Um, yeah, I mean, what the fuck did you like? What did you think when you first fucking saw this? Like, obviously the dub was out, I know, but when you actually first saw those characters moving, did you think I'd I lost my honest. fucking mind? No, <laughs> I, so I looked at it thinking, right, and much the same as you said. Look, it was the eighties, and it, you know, this is kind of what was around. And there was some stuff that was better than others. Some stuff was really fucking awful. And I thought I'll give it a chance. I don't remember it. I don't have the baggage with it. Um, you've wanted to do it for a while, so I know this. This was on the, the original list, so it's very high up on our list. Um, so you know, it's clearly been there for a while. I mean, we've been doing this show for what eight years now, um, and it's been there since day one. So I thought, right, well, there's got to be something to it. Mm. And I thought that no, there'll be a reason why it's on the list. And as, as I, I watched two episodes at the weekend, and then I was going to watch more and didn't get a chance. But yeah, by the time I got to the end of that second, I was thinking, what the. F- what is this? Yeah. What? Look, I just don't get it. No. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of where I am really, and I I appreciate that I'm probably thirty five to thirty seven years too late to be watching this from a position of strength and thinking this is really good because it's got a baby bird in it and it's got a worm in it and it's got a cat and a rat and a mole and what. I, I appreciate there's no. It's not aimed for me. I am not. It's. I'm not even within three decades of its fucking target demographic. Let's be fair. Yeah. But I, some of the stuff we've watched. That's been the case for a lot of stuff we've watched but I can still see some merit in it. And I've really struggled with this because it's not about anything. And it, I don't know, it just looks fucking dull. It looks dull. It is dull. It looks cheap. It is cheap. It, it You know, at some point, you've just got to call a spade a spade, right? Yeah. And yeah, it, it's just, it's not very good. There's probably a reason why it hasn't resurfaced. You know, most yeah. of the other things we talk about, there's, there's at least been talk with some of them, you know, of of bringing them back or whatever. Some have had yeah. full fledged reboots. This has just kind of gone away, and and the fact that it's even so difficult to find on the fucking internet. Yeah, like very seldom do we struggle to find like a good chunk of episodes for a show. Like yeah. sometimes we do have to get them. To, like where we can, we'll buy content and watch it. And yeah. for a lot of the bigger stuff, that's available. You know, even when we can't go down that route, there is generally enough people that will fondly remember something. Yeah. That if you're willing to get your hands slightly dirty, you can find it. Yeah. With this, like, it's, other than this really bad dub, that is it. Like, nobody has made any effort to preserve this for the ages yeah. whatsoever. Well, you say that. Oh, go on. So, in Australia, in the year 2000, mm-hmm. um, there were three VHS collections released. Okay. Uh, one is the one we've we've watched, and there's another one with two, three, four, five episodes on, and another one with three episodes on. Um, so that so they were released on VHS in in September 2000. In 2019, Universal Pictures Home Entertainment as DreamWorks Classics announced it'd be releasing the entire first season on Region Two DVD. Oh. Now where the fuck that is, I don't know because I couldn't fucking find it. I've not seen it anywhere. I so when when I was uh, looking online last week, I didn't come across it. It wasn't on Amazon. I didn't come across it on no on on Google. I didn't come across it on eBay. It was fucking nowhere. And to be honest, had I found that Region Two DVD and providing it is not like fifty quid, I probably would have fucking bought it. Honestly, mm. uh, because I was curious enough about. Like I said, I I thought this was going to go either way. I thought this would have been genuinely brilliant mm. or or just absolute shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, it's the latter. Um, yeah. So I, I probably would have bought it and then regretted it, but I would have bought it out of just sheer morbid curiosity. And I am, yeah, that's fair. I am curious about this now, right? I am curious as to whether I just thought it was a bigger thing 
than it was so you know in occasionally the show does come up in conversation as as i know you get as well mark and people start talking about like shows they used to watch so i think i'm going to have to slip this one in next time i'm talking to people and just be like do you remember ormond cheap yeah. and see if they so do the three people i've spoken to about it today mm-hmm. all responded with what the fuck is that and um, what age Never bracket are they in? Are they, are they like our age bracket? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's me then. Maybe it's just because it frightened me so fucking much. Maybe. Maybe it, that was, no, it had a more profound effect than you realized for that reason, rather than because it was big as as, as big as you thought it was, or because it's better than you thought. But like I said, I, as good as you thought it was. I know they were definitely like books on tape and toys and shit as well. For like for a fact, sure it was an were. annual. I know. Well, I mean, everything had an annual, as yeah. we always say. Like, it ran for three years, so you know that would that would stand to reason. Yeah, but it was only two seasons. Only played in three years, but yeah, no, there was. I, I would have thought they've had two annuals. They'd probably have one in 80, 84 for eighty five, and one in eighty seven for eighty eight. Yeah, definitely. There was definitely animals. Um, anyway, whatever. It's kind of, kind of going to end up in the dustbin of history. I think, isn't it? This one. I, don't... I think so. And and that, that's a, that's a shame for the people who made it because they made a product. And as we've said on on this show and on Mario, and making shit is hard. It is. Yeah. So getting stuff out there and getting to. You know, I mean. Getting it into the world, it's, it's easier today than it was in the fucking 80s or the 90s or the aughts or the 10s. Any dickhead with a smartphone can make make content for, that gets out to the world now. Yeah. Um. But so, but for, no, to be doing this in the early 80s, mid 80s, and getting this shit on TV in front, or in front of a national audience, and in national audiences in Canada, New Zealand, and Iran as well as here, you know, that's that's no small art, and that's no small order. So I don't know. We've got to give it credit for that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just for me, it's not really done anything. It's not resonated with me at all. And I, everybody I've spoken to has gone, "What the fuck is that? I've never heard of it." I think it will always resonate with me, just because it formed like such a specific yeah. memory and like an emotive memory for yeah. me as a kid. So I think I'll always remember it. Um, I, I'll never ever want to watch it again. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I, I, it, it can just stay there, kicking around in the back of my mind, and that's absolutely yeah. fine. It's not something I'm ever going to watch with a kid. Um, if I was in your shoes, I'd probably never ever think about it again. If I was never exposed to it as a kid, like I, I, I would probably finish the show and just be like, yeah, that that was a thing that we did. Yeah, like, done now. Yeah, um, can have my dinner now. Yeah, what I mean, what a weird, weird little show. Yeah, and as you say, particularly I mean, it's a given everything um, else that was around at the time, the fact this existed for two seasons up yeah. against such spit, stiff competition is is just mad absolutely yeah. mad it is bonkers and and that's that's what i think is a shame because yeah I, I'll, I'll go away from this now and never think about it again mm. and you know, the people who made it if they're still alive we think well big fucking whoop some 40 year old who never watched it at the time doesn't like it big fucking deal but yeah i'll, I'll go away from this and never think about it again and yeah it's just it's just been like the more than 25 minutes i think i, I watched in the end of nothing and i i almost just feel like i don't think it was a waste of time but at the same time i, I feel that i the show didn't achieve anything by me watching it yeah it's it added nothing to your existence as it it was no, just, just something extra to do today time that happened um where yeah. it, at least for me i mean i watched 50 odd minutes and change um yeah. i watched the whole tape so at least for me it was 50 odd minutes of, of nostalgia be that good or bad so yeah. I, at least i took something away from it um and it was a mix of good and bad like i'll be honest i say there was i don't want to dump on it completely there was some stuff that's good i, I really do like the aesthetic 
and and even the saccharine sweetness of it like i'm i think i'm slightly hardier when it comes to that stuff than you i can i can punch through a bit more saccharine sweetness if it's yeah if it's good whereas i know it you will just well, it depends be like, if I'm or not. yeah uh, good point um so i'd even be fine with that it's just that it doesn't go anywhere or do yeah. anything there's not yeah. it's not funny it's not it's not funny it's not educational it's there's not there's really no any cultural to it. value there's no morals yeah. yeah there's no there's no it's anything not doing anything for people watching it no it's i think you're dead right it is a children's storybook isn't it and not a good one um yeah. and, and it's not even that the production values are good you know one of the nearest things in that regard that i can probably compare it to is in the night garden which i'm exposed to a lot at the moment yeah but that's a similar thing in that it's it's never about anything those episodes are entirely it's, pointless but it's well made really it's well made fucking and, well made and actually if you I'm, want to go searching for it there is real real fucking subtext in there oh absolutely yeah but not only that it's as uh, taking it entirely at face value of what it is and as i i've not been exposed to it for a number of years now but uh, so was it i uh, was at the time that mine uh, were younger there's a lot of there's a lot in there that kids will learn in terms of story technique because it's all done by repetition it is yeah and so every episode you have the same you have the same elements popping up so they know that at this point this needs to happen at this point that that needs to happen or you introduce these people so then they can do this and because they've done that they can do this and it's the same every episode just, no, it might be a slightly different no it might be slightly different characters and it's a slightly different situation but the setup is always the same and it just runs through the same format every time so it it, it helps in that way yes it's inane bullshit and yes i did sink the fucking ride in alton towers but it's still it has a purpose it, you know, it has benefit in that two children watching it yes whereas this doesn't have any benefit at no. all I think. And, and at all and it, yeah again just like it, it it's close only in its kind of i, I just mean in its general yeah style in its general feeling and it's aesthetic and it's yeah but it, you know to compare the two it, it's just unfair isn't it <laughs> yeah know? absolutely but that that's the nearest thing i can find yeah it's interesting that because we've we've stretched to find something to compare it to mm. every time we've been like what's the nearest thing in in terms of the puppetry we can compare it to what's the nearest thing in its aesthetic what's the nearest thing in its storytelling and every time it falls short it's like it's this weird little hodgepodge of these half formed yeah. ideas that it's it's like an also ran that's not in the race yeah kind of it's like it doesn't quite stack up to it doesn't quite compare to anything but there are lots of things it falls short of being. If only it could fly, Mark. If only. If only it could fly. Um, yeah, it's it's not very good. Sorry, listeners. Um, if yeah, give it a wide berth. Yeah, if like me, you 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 can remember it and and you want to revisit it, then yeah, maybe dip in. Maybe you'll get maybe you'll get a little nostalgia hit out of it, but um, don't set your hopes too high. Um, and and if you yeah. are the almond cheap super fan out there, then bully for you. Like if yeah, if it makes enjoy. you happy, you enjoy donuts. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, it's this not one. for us. No, definitely not. Yeah, um, yeah. But as always, um, if you are that super fan, or if you have any memories of this and you want to share, by all means, please get in touch on Twitter at smbdpod. You can go to our website ddpodcast.net. We can also get our previous episodes on other shows as well. Wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe, leave a message, and we'll be back to as best we can. We're taking a break for a few weeks, but we'll be back at some time in April. Um, so until then, I'll start, we'll see you later. See you later. If he could use his wings. Still bump into things